0: Here's Rhineman in the Morning, on demand, from 102.1 and 105.3,
1: The Shark.
0: It's time for your news on the nines, with News Guy.
1: The rock band Queen could sell its music catalog for a whopping $1 billion. Or the same you'd pay friends to delete the video of you singing Bohemian Rhapsody at Karaoke. (laughs) The house from the Brady Bunch is on sale. It comes with five bedrooms, five bathrooms, and the ghost of Alice the Maid. King Charles honored Tina Turner with a special tribute at Buckingham Palace, while Prince William asked if he could have her wigs. And that's
0: your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning.
2: The Celtics last night losing Game 7 at home to the Miami Heat. You know, it's one of those things where it feels like the people who were at the game had a looser grasp on what actually happened. All the reporters, everyone talking about it, everyone that reported on it that wasn't watching the broadcast seemed to miss the fact that at the very beginning of the game, Jason Tatum, best player on the team, sprains his ankle, barely gets up, can barely walk, can't move, can't go left to right, and people jumped all over this team. WBZ, Channel 4 in Boston. Now let me tell you about WBZ. They don't even run a sports cast during their nightly newscast most of the time anymore. They have no sports anymore. Remember Bob Lobel? He'd come on and he'd say, why don't we get players like that? And he'd dress up as Rudolph, even when it wasn't Christmas. Well, they don't do that anymore on Channel 4. They run this headline. I see it on Facebook. uh, The final scoreboard read one hundred three eighty four, and the reality is that it wasn't even that close. You're right. It wasn't even that close. The Celtics got it down to seven points in the third quarter without their best player. Then it says embarrassment. Celtics series with heat ends the same way it started. Embarrassment. They came out of a three nothing hole and their best player got hurt on the first play of the game. I kind of I'm sad that my team lost, but I'm glad that your team lost. If you're one of those people like that guy, the beach plum. Hey, let me tell you something. I've been I've been a season ticket holder for 33 years. Anyway, I say uh, congratulations to the Celtics that fought back and had that historic win in Miami. Did you forget about that, the one you went and had fun with on uh, Saturday night, and it's very disappointing. But again, I think that we'd be saying much different things, and maybe you would too, if the best player on the team Hadn't gotten hurt, but I'm not an expert. Let's hear from someone who is.
0: And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the sportsman. You're trashing Jason Tatum? You sprained your ankle getting a beer. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with sportsman on Rindman in the Morning. Now on Rindman in the Morning, it's what's up on the Shark app with Megan, the Shark's own app and website guru.
2: Megan, what's going on on this fine Tuesday?
3: I constantly talk about how happy I am that warmer days are here. So with that, all the water and amusement parks around are starting to open the gates, you might say, mm. to, their, to everybody. And so I decided to find some of the best amusement and water parks in all of New England. And this kind of surprises me. The oldest continuously operating amusement park in the country is in New England.
2: Okay. I think I know what it is.
3: You probably don't.
2: I really don't? Is this, like a, you, is this you, a rarity?
3: You, you know nothing, Ryan. I'm kidding. You know all kinds of things that I don't know
1: because you're, you're older. None.
3: You're much older and you're much wiser.
1: <laughs> you're so quick.
2: You're, it's just not fair. Like it's you're just like you're like Marvin Hagler, which you won't understand, but the listeners will. You just you get your punches in so quick that like while I'm reacting to the last one, you're hitting me with the next one. Anyway, so there's a, an amusement park here in New England that is the oldest operational amusement park.
3: Yes, it's I've included it amongst the some of the best amusement and water parks in all of New England, which includes beloved attractions like Six Flags New England, Canopy Lake Park, Fun Town, Splashtown, and Water Country.
2: Yeah, Water Country, their calendar. They have their schedule out. They do. So on Monday. Can you
3: believe it? On
2: Monday, the, you're going to go down the water slides. On Tuesday, it's water slides day. Wednesday, get ready. It's water slide hump day. That actually sounded a little dirtier than I wanted You're
3: going go to go up a slide, and then you go down the slide like a yeah, hump. Yeah,
2: you go, you go up. Okay, there you go. There, th- there th- you th- go. Thanks for bailing me out. But if you go to the Shark app, it's all the parks that are opening their doors for the summertime, signaling that summertime's definitely here. And Heck the weather, yeah. And the weather definitely will be the way it is, and there's never any crazy weather in New England.
3: Yeah, and once again, I'll be reminded of my fear of roller coasters and log flumes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm going to pull up my computer and ask you a series of questions. Uh,
0: Oh, man. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman.
2: Bam out of bio. Sounds like something I yell when I step on a Lego.
0: That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman
2: on Rhineman in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on?
3: I know we're nowhere near Halloween, but I think it is always time for a good spooky story, as you know. Mm -hmm. I don't think many people know that on the Isles of Shoals, which is right on the New Hampshire main border, there was a grizzly axe murder that happened in the 1800s. Now, hold
2: on a second. How the heck did a grizzly bear get out to the Isles of Shoals? This
3: is 20... Well, I was about to say it's 2023, but this was, I think, the 1870s, so... It was a while back.
2: So let me get this straight. There was a bear attack on yes. the Isle of Shoals. No. <laughs>
3: well,
2: you said it was a grizzly attack. Do I need to that have is Andrew Timmons? an adjective. Timmons, do I need to have Andrew Timmons from the Fish and Game come back and talk about bears just, on the just island? Just
3: trust the English major when I say it was a grizzly attack.
2: Okay. It, so
3: it, it, it makes sense. Yes, it was 1873. There were two women that <laughs> met their untimely end on the island. And it really is a. So it, please,
2: it, nobody call in and, and say too soon. Okay. 1873, right? Yes. I kind of know this story a little bit. What's remarkable, and you got to go to the shark app and read about this, mm-hmm. it almost seems physically impossible. They found the murderer, but what he had to do to pull this off is crazy. Like, even by now, standards with all the technology we have, I mean, it's 1873. I'll, I'll, I'll blow part of it here. You he had a rowboat, right? Yeah. It is insane. What he, the timeline, it's almost unbelievable to Imagine the point Imagine
3: going on a rowboat from like- Portsmouth, Here right? to- Yeah. The, your you gotta, arms you would be tired. Go, you gotta
2: go check this out. And it's really just, it almost seems insane. But again, I guess when you're a grizzly murderer, you're capable of such crazy things. But my, my dad, can I tell you something? He never believed it. He always thought there was like another person involved. He's always thought there was a conspiracy.
3: Grizzly, the definition causing horror or disgust, according to the internet, which you know is always true.
2: I know. Al-, Al Gore invented it. <laughs> it's time for your
0: News on the Nines with News Guy.
1: Actor Ryan Gosling says he likes to hang out alone at Disneyland. Then Minnie told Mickey, see ya, Squeaky. <coughs> Today is National Water a Flower Day. I celebrated on the side of the highway when I couldn't get to a rest stop in time. <coughs> Johnny Depp postponed touring with his band, The Hollywood Vampires, after he hurt his ankle. Of course, Depp claims the ankle's just making it up. And that's your news on the nines. Now back
0: to Reinman in the Morning. What are we
3: going to talk about?
2: Well, we're on the air, so we might as well start right now. It's that part, tell, of, it's you that you part tell where me. I wrote something for the Shark App, Megan, and you ask me questions.
3: You tell me what you want to talk about. I'm going to let you talk about what you would like to talk about.
2: No, this you're supposed to read an article. Oh, my God. This is the second time in three weeks, Megan. We're going to do my Stephen King one, my special Stephen King Red Sox one.
3: Oh, yeah. He predicted. You don't a, know
2: this at all. You didn't. I read your stuff. You don't read mine.
3: Well, you were saying he predicted some sort of, he predicted a game of some kind, but I'm afraid I have not read. So I don't, I need to go on the Shark app. And read more, but please elaborate.
2: Nice job. Nice job taking your negligence of of what I write and turning it into a plug. Uh, Well, no, I got this idea uh, during the Celtics playoff series, uh, because everyone was talking about the Red Sox when they came back from being down three games to nothing against the Yankees back in 2004, and then they made history and won the World Series, and it was great, and the Yankees stink. Uh Um, But uh, I remembered this interview... I was watching game three when the Red Sox just got thrashed. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, that's it. Their heartbeat's gone. And a reporter from Fox Sports went over to interview Stephen King, main Stephen King, who's a giant Red Sox fan. He's at Fenway Park. And he kept trying to joke at him and be like, So, wow, this must be the most horrific thing you've ever seen, right? And no. what a what a scary night. And Stephen King humored him at first. And then he kept trying to get him to like basically admit the series was over. And Stephen King was polite. And he was less polite. Then something turned and he gave that sinister grin and you can see it right on the shark app. And I'm telling you, you got to read it and you got to watch the clip for what Stephen King says. It is eerie. If you know your Red Sox history,
3: that man's mind is so fascinating to me.
2: He used his brain to alter history. I'm convinced.
3: Manifestation he at its did. finest.
2: Go go check it out on the Shark app right now. It's eerie, and the reporter's almost like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy.
1: TSA officials at Logan Airport apprehended a passenger who attempted to board with a set of ninja knives, but they got off with a warning as it wasn't anything dangerous like some shampoo. <laughs> it's rumored that Tom Brady could come out of retirement again to play for the Las Vegas Raiders. Even the cast of The Fast and the Furious movie said do no more sequels (coughs) today is use complete sentences day but me no celebrate
0: (coughs) and that's your news on the nines now back to reinman in the morning And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. The Scripps National Spelling Bee starts today. Here's a tip. Bet on the weird kid. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Rhineman in the Morning.
2: It's Rhineman in the Morning. I'm very excited. This is my first time speaking to a real-life race car driver. He's the NHRA Funny Car Champion, and he's going to be coming to the New England Dragway in Epping on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Please welcome to Rhineman in the Morning, John Ford. Mr. Force, how's it going?
4: It's going good. You'll have your chance. I mean, there's hundreds of them coming into Epping. Uh, You know, the fans come from Boston, Rhode Island. They come from all over. NHRA is PT Barnum coming to town. Top fuel, funny car, pro stock, 330 miles an hour, nitromethane coming out of the pipes. It's the greatest show on earth.
2: You're the funny car champion. My first question for you is what makes your car so funny?
4: Uh, it's a name of, uh, way back in the early 60s. Um, it was someone built one, and they kept changing them to make them faster. And somebody said, hey, it looks funny, and it's stuck. And uh, But let me tell you, there ain't nothing funny about them. We'll be racing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, pro-stock bikes. All the pros will be there, but you can bring your hot rod, and you can be a drag racer. Put on a helmet and buckle your seatbelt, and you're part of the show. And if not, get in the stands and enjoy it with the family.
2: For more information about this weekend's races and epping, visit NHRA.com. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. The Scripps National Spelling
0: Bee starts today. Here's a tip. Bet on the weird kid. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Rhyman in the Morning. Megan, what's going on?
3: What is your go-to place in New Hampshire for a good old-fashioned breakfast?
2: Uh, Airfield Cafe. Oh, you Hampton.
3: know, I've heard great things about that place. Aren't there little airplanes in the restaurant as well as outside?
2: Yes. You have inside and outside. You do can look they, at the do actual... they fly
3: around inside?
2: They sort of do. I'm not going to tell you how they do it. but uh, Magic. They're... Yeah, it's magic. Uh, no, they have planes that go around the room, and you can watch actual planes take off and land That's while you awesome. eat breakfast. What about you?
3: I love Big Bean Cafe in Durham and, and Newmarket. Mm-hmm. Soon to be Exeter. Maybe it's already open. I'm not quite sure.
2: Wait a minute. Exeter's taking over Newmarket?
3: No, there's going to be a new location of the Big Bean Cafe. Thought I missed
2: some invasion news. But this all ties back to something on the Shark app, apparently.
3: Yes. So the people have spoken and they have given their takes on the best breakfast restaurants in all of New Hampshire.
2: Okay. Oh, this was crowdsourced. You of asked course. the people. Of course.
3: I asked the people, but I want to ask you, Reinman, because your your opinion means so much to me.
2: Well, I already answered. I said Airfield Cafe.
3: Exactly. And I think that people agreed with you. Oh. Yeah. And I will say my, my mom's favorite breakfast place by far is she likes Tucker's. Mm-hmm. She's there to the point where they know her. <laughs>
2: well, what's wrong with that? She's a regular.
3: Nothing's wrong with it. What's She's your mom's irregular. first name?
2: What's your mom's first name? Susan. When she walks in, is it like cheers? Do they go Susan? When she walks in, and then she has to make a joke, like Norm. Of course. What's up, Susan?
3: You are trying so hard to come up with a joke on the My spot appetite. right
2: now. Give me some food. <laughs>
3: That was a failure, but it's okay. (laughs) Six in the morning.
2: And now, here's Sports in 10
0: Seconds with the Sportsman. Just to be safe, I wear a helmet on the stationary bike. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Rhineman in the Morning.
2: Megan, what else is going on?
3: This is surprising for me to hear, but it turns out New Hampshire, according to a study, is one of the most fun states for seniors.
2: Oh, thought you were going to say something else. Uh, Seniors?
3: Yeah. Why
2: is that surprising to you?
3: Well, one of the factors... What do you get against
2: old people? You don't like old hold people? Hold up.
3: I don't have anything against old people. Unbelievable. I get along better with older people than I do with people my own age. Yeah? Yeah, but...
2: I tried to set you up for an old joke there, and you dropped the ball. But anyway, keep no, going. No,
3: I, I I wanted to spice things up because I call you old on a regular basis, and it's not. it gets to a point where it's not funny anymore. So why
2: would I enjoy New Hampshire so much?
3: Well, there are a lot of factors involved, like proximity to lots of nearby restaurants and golf courses proximity to airports in case people need to visit you. But the factor that kind of confuses me is weather. Weather is Mm. apparently a factor. And the reason why this bothers me so much is I'm only in my 20s, but I've actively had the thought of, Mm -hmm. I have to get out of here before I get old because I will slip on ice and break my hip and die. So I don't get what about the weather here benefits the elderly population. If anything, I think it makes you prone to sickness and disease and falls that could be fatal.
2: I just like your hatred of the weather, yes. and the fact that you. <laughs> it that every always time, circles
3: back the fact to that my you hatred. You always
2: of... rant about it to the degree where it's like you're doing a George Carlin routine about a thing we all already know. It's like I got to tell you about this weather here in New England. I just can't take it anymore. This may
3: be very hard yeah. for you guys to believe, but winters are hard here, and I hate them.
2: <laughs> She's coming in with their hot takes, always. It's Megan. Go check it out on the Shark app. Find out all the reasons, the other reasons, New Hampshire's such a great place for seniors. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy.
1: In Connecticut, a bear broke into a bakery and ate 60 cupcakes. But to be fair, the bear had just gone through a breakup. Experts say Taylor Swift fans have become so overwhelmed with emotion at her concerts, they're suffering amnesia. So if you couldn't get your daughter tickets to Taylor Swift just lie and say that you did (coughs) today is world parrot day parrot owners said we love our birds very much while parrots said we love our birds very much (coughs) and that's your news on the nines
0: now back to reinman in the morning
2: We've reached that point where I wrote something for the Shark app, and Megan has questions.
3: So I promise this relates to the Shark app. Your daughter, Sadie, who I got the chance to meet, mm-hmm. loves her. She's great. Oh, yeah.
2: You guys met over the weekend. Yeah, That's right. She, she the asked
3: summit. me if I was a princess, and mm. I told her I wish I was a princess, but now I'm wondering if I might actually be a princess, because hear me out. I love long dresses. I love reading older books and I have animal friends. I'm so grateful that you shared this article on the shark app because I had plans to give a good old smooch to a raccoon over the weekend. And I see that you're telling me that that's mind blown, not a good idea. Tell is that me more how about- bad
2: your hinging is going as we've gotten to raccoons?
3: I'd rather kiss a raccoon. Oof. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, there were some people up in <laughs> Auburn, Maine. For some reason, someone brought a raccoon. Into a uh, pet store up there to get a manicure or a pedicure, a raccoonicure, if you will. Get the nails clipped. And uh, you'll, you won't believe this. They don't do that at the pet shop to raccoons. And, can
3: you even have a raccoon in Maine?
2: Uh, no. That's part two. <laughs> and then uh, the third thing is uh, everyone there decided to handle it, and everyone kissed the raccoon for some reason. So if you go to the Shark app, you can read all about this bizarre incident that has officials up there Telling people you gotta not kiss raccoons. We thought you'd know this, but you can't kiss the raccoons. A tragedy. But you know what? I to help people out. You know I like to help people. Put together a little, a little how to, a little bunch of tips, a little guide. Uh, it's eight great questions to ask yourself. Before you kiss a raccoon, did I gargle? You want to think of that first. You got to think of the raccoon. Of course. Uh, Will it take things slow or want me to move into its garbage can? Now, you know, but that's its commitment, right?
4: Yeah.
2: Is it too soon to book a weekend getaway in a chimney? What if I meet a cuter raccoon? Will it want kids? Ugh. Uh, Should I get (laughs) tested after kissing the raccoon? Yes. Should the raccoon get tested after kissing me? Fair. And finally, when do I confess that I ran over its cousin? So, those oh. are all the things you want to ask yourself before you kiss a raccoon and go read the article on the Shark app. It's classic Kits for the Seacoast, 1021 1053 The Shark. We'll be right back with more Rhineman in the Morning.
0: And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with The Sportsman. Every pickleball starts as a cucumber ball. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Rhineman in the Morning.
2: Hey, the Granite Youth Alliance Film Festival is coming. Coming up, sponsored by Granite United Way. It's a short film festival that allows students to produce films on topics that impact them and their communities. I'm happy to be joined by Grant Youth Alliance coordinator Vicki Harris, as well as two students taking part in the festival. William from Raymond, New Hampshire, and Huxley from right here in Dover. Good morning. How's
3: everyone doing? Good morning. Thanks for having us.
2: The last few years have been virtual, but now you're back in person. Uh, what are you most looking forward to, Vicki, this year?
3: I think it's really getting everyone back together. Um, you know, virtual events were great. We managed through COVID, but really the energy of getting everyone back together is just really powerful.
2: And Huxley, you, this is you've done this before too, right? Virtually, and this is your first in person.
3: Yes, absolutely. Um, what I'm really looking forward to personally, is being able to see how it's connected, seeing people's ideas from our pitch event, um, and seeing how that has developed.
2: William, what was the filming experience like? Was there anything you were surprised by?
3: Uh, editing was a lot more difficult than I thought it
2: would be. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now let's get a sneak peek. William.
3: So the idea of our film was to make it about self-improvement and, like, making yourself better. We talk about very important stuff, but in the background, we just show stuff that doesn't make sense and is stupid. <laughs> so, like, there's, like, a scene where, like, I get pulled out of a trash can, but in the background, we talk about, like, exercising and all oh, the wow. things you can do.
2: Oh, that's cool. What about you, Huxley?
3: Our film is going to be about um, social media and how that has affected party culture and glamorized substance misuse um, and how to combat that.
2: Very interesting. Now, Vicki, how can people get tickets or view the films?
3: So, the festival is taking place this weekend, Sunday, June 4th, and Monday, June 5th, um, 4 p.m. on the 4th, 5 p.m. on the 6th, right at at Epping O'Neill Cinema. Um, So, all of the films will be on the big screen, in the theater. We'll have a nice red carpet event beforehand. Um, So, people can get tickets online at O'Neill Cinema's website, Um, and then everything will be available on YouTube after the event.
2: Thank you guys so much for coming in. It's time for your
0: News on the Nines with News Guy.
1: Chris Christie is coming to New Hampshire to announce his presidential campaign. Well, duh. The only time a guy from Jersey comes here is when he's running for president or from Tony Soprano. (coughs) A new study finds that eating junk food keeps people awake. On the bright side, more time to eat junk food. (coughs) Congratulations to Al Pacino, who was expecting his eighth child at age 82. Yikes. That's pretty old. Say hello to a little friend.
0: And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning.
2: I've known my next guest for almost 20 years from doing stand-up in Boston. You may know him from the critically acclaimed HBO special The Great Depression, and he has a book coming out this fall called Misfit from Peabody, Massachusetts. Please welcome Gary Gullman. Gary, how's it going?
5: Good, John. Good to good to hear your voice again. It's been a long time.
2: Thanks, man. Yeah, you too. Gary, I appreciate you making this house call for me because you are the most optimistic Celtics fan I know. <laughs> and I need it so bad. Please remind us right now why it is not yet the end of the world for the Jason Tatum Boston Celtics.
5: Oh, my gosh. He's 25 years old. His partner or second-best player is 26 or 27 they look like they're going to sign him and I mean no exaggeration they've gotten significantly better every year those two players Mm -hmm. and I mean they've been playing since last June Jason Tatum had an ankle injury on the first play of the game we should be grateful that it wasn't a, a Gordon Hayward ankle injury or leg injury so I'm optimistic the other thing is which teams would you trade your players with would you rather have the Miami Heat players i mean maybe the Denver Nuggets are going to win the championship but i i i prefer this team because we've had them for the most part except for for Brogdon, i think and and Al since they were since they were rookies this is the way you build a team and we should be we should be grateful and and just win it all or your failures is, is so absurd. Are we fans or are we critics? Are we mm. critics? Is that what we grew up wanting to be when we were young, to, to grow up and be critics of, of athletes and, without exception, superior athletes? Just, it's so gross, but it's, it's basically what everybody has become, that, that everyone, unless they're the, the GOAT, which is such a, a nonsense expression, unless they're the GOAT, they are uh, failures unless they win a championship every year. I mean, it's just it's infuriating.
2: Now let's talk about the book, Misfit. It's
5: a, a memoir of my life from kindergarten through 12th grade. But it comes out September 19th. It's available for pre-order now at GaryGolmanBook.com.
2: What were some of your favorite hangouts growing up in
5: Peabody? Especially when, when I was eight or nine hanging out at the North Shore Mall because my mother had a job there and babysitting was expensive. So I used to walk around the mall while she worked from 4.30 till 10. But I, I felt safe and I made friends with, with everyone from the Orange Julius to the Sears to the, the clothing stores and, and t-shirt makers. It was, it was an interesting but uh, lovely time in my life. What store did she work at? My mother worked at at a Hallmark store called Murray's, where she got like probably three ten an hour, but she also made up for that by stealing a lot of greeting cards. <laughs> she augmented the 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 income by stealing greeting cards and and uh, a lot of Russell Stover's seasonal candy that they probably just let her take home because it was it was out of season, but.
2: You just get a yeah, card for well, every single holiday. Happy St. Augustus Day. What? What do I need? <laughs> <laughs> Take it. This is, this is currency here. Yeah. It's June 1st. We just came off of Mental Health Awareness Month, but that's an issue that doesn't end on June 1st. And no, you, I know, right? You said something about making a deal with yourself when you don't want to get out of bed.
5: Oh, was it staying awake and doing something for 15 minutes? and then yes. If you don't feel like being awake, you can go back to sleep. That was really helpful, and I did it. You're, you're going to say, no, that's too much of a coincidence. But I kind of did it this morning. I was like, you know what, I'll have coffee. If I want to go back to sleep, I'll go back to sleep. And I, and I haven't looked back, John.
2: Misfit is the book. Go check it out at GaryGulmanBook.com.
0: And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Eat nuggets. That's how I made dinner after the breakup. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on rhyming in the Morning.
2: Megan, what's going on?
3: I want you to take a guess about... Eight. Yes. Good yeah. job. Thanks. I'm proud of you. Yep. But take take a guess for some of the most popular music artists in all of New Hampshire, Maine, and Massachusetts.
2: Oh, wow. Here's a
3: hint for you. It's the same person for all three.
2: Uh, Taylor Swift? I got it. <laughs> I nailed it. Well, I mean, she's like number one everywhere right now. Yeah. Like you, that- could, you could play the Super Bowl and, I don't know... Have like the Macy's Parade on the same day, and no one would watch it if Taylor Swift was doing a concert.
3: I mean, hey, are any of us surprised? Not really. I, don't, I gotta but, say,
2: I know maybe two of her songs, and my daughter loves her. I like the classic hits, like we play on the true. Shark, Megan.
3: But on the Shark app, you can not only find the T on the most popular artists in New Hampshire, Maine, and Mass, but also the entire country. There are a couple of names that were listed as being some of the most listened to artists nationwide that admittedly kind of surprised me, not because they aren't famous or were famous in comparison to some of the performers that are currently, for better or for worse, taking the world by storm today.
2: Well, you know who always shows up big on these lists is Creedence Clearwater Revival who we do play here on the Shark, and uh, I've seen them in a lot of polls. They're one band that kind of comes up as a surprise. Was How did New England do? Did New England have anyone on there? Did Aerosmith show up anywhere?
3: You have to go on the Shark app to find out.
2: What about the cars? Were the cars on there?
3: Sure. No, no, they don't. Weren't. Don't be. Don't they be weren't. snarky with the cars. Cars They're fantastic. like Disney, Pixar's classic cinematic masterpiece. Oh my gosh!
0: It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy.
1: Some distressing news about the debt ceiling deal. It does not let you share your Netflix password with people outside of your home. Bruce Springsteen fell off the stage during a concert over the weekend. But to be fair, he said he was born to run, not walk. Dolly Parton was just awarded three Guinness World Records. Well, I can guess the first two, but what's the third?
0: And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Rindman
2: in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on?
3: Camping season is just about here, and we have the scoop on the best places to go camping in all of New Hampshire. Now now I ask can you, I take John a guess? Rindman, can I
2: take a guess? The woods.
3: No, actually, it was more the middle the middle of the city.
2: New Hampshire City? No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But like these are specific sites, like yes, campsites. Ca- campsites, okay.
3: campsites in New Hampshire, and we we have a coworker who can definitely he can probably critique this list because him and his wife are both avid campers.
2: Yeah, Bear Grills. He works here at the station. Comes in uh, once a week and fixes the equipment here in the. Uh,
3: we chat in the break room together,
2: uh, and then Drew comes and fixes all his mistakes. Uh, of
3: course, because Drew's
2: the best. He is the best. Um, do you like camping? Are you a camper?
3: Personally, not really. It's not that I'm against it. It's just that I don't. I have the same answer for why I don't hike or ski very much either. People in my circles just don't really do it, so therefore, I don't really do it.
2: Get out your circle, man! Like, get out that comfort zone, burst your bubble, try something new.
3: No one in this state is my age, Reinman.
2: <laughs> what?
3: Look at what do you look think? look up like the average age for p- people who live in New Hampshire. It's people twice my age.
1: That's that can't be true.
3: It is true. I'm not I'm not even like giving you a hard time it's it's true
2: well if you want to find out the best places to camp go to the shark app and um I'm sorry Megan that you feel so alone in it's all of okay
3: this. I live in a state of constant loneliness
2: no you live in New Hampshire
3: Exactly. Potato, potato. Jeez.
0: And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Eat nuggets. That's what I say to turn on the seat warmers in my car. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds
2: with Sportsman on Rindman in the Morning. we reached that point where I wrote something for the Shark app and Megan has questions.
3: You know me and my love of spooky things. But there's a mysterious graveyard in Portsmouth. Now, for starters, where is this graveyard?
2: Uh, it's somewhere near a housing development. You have to go on the Shark app and figure out where. It's here's the weird thing: is it's actually close to a like an official graveyard, and then there's a second one, which gets <laughs> kind of creepy. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Adam posted it on Facebook, and uh, I said, "Hey, can I look into this?" And so we're trying to solve this mystery. Of what this gravesite is. I guess there's places you can go. If you go read the article on the Shark app, there are a couple of resources.
3: I just so assume that it's because a house it, used to be there and it's a family.
2: That's what everyone thinks. But that's what people always think, Megan. You know this. When you're watching your scary movies and your true crime shows. I don't shows. watch
3: a lot of that stuff, though. All you'd
2: listen to is true crime. No? When you're not aware. Yeah, it is. is. You're No, a big true I crimer. listen
3: to... Podcast is about the bachelor.
2: That is a crime.
3: Is it a true crime? No, though?
2: it's not. <laughs> it's reality but, television. But, what are you talking but that's about? That's what we're thinking about. It's because you see it sitting there. You know, we talked about the burbs, that Tom Hanks movie a couple Birks. weeks ago, and what it, you're, oh, that's just a regular, it must be an old family. Is it? Is it though? You Or is mentioned- it something sinister?
3: You mentioned this in the article, and I found this interesting because I actually saw this a while back, and just, it slipped my mind. There are a few random tombstones, like a little teeny cemetery right by the C&J bus stop yeah. in Portsmouth, mm-hmm. and that reminded me, I actually saw that, because I went to Philadelphia recently, and I always take the bus from Portsmouth to Logan, yeah, and I just remember looking out the bus and being like, the frick is that?
2: <laughs> I'm sure it's nothing, but if someday... People say to us, "So you didn't think anything of the weird graveyard right by the bus stop?" We're probably not going to feel all that in <laughs> this bright. part of the country. Yeah, uh... nobody hides in New Hampshire.
4: I fear that unnecessary time travel only risks further disruption of the space-time continuum.
2: If you read the Shark app, you know the story about when I was driving along Hampton Beach and saw a whole bunch of DeLoreans. Yeah, like the cars from Back to the Future. Good news, they got in touch. Would you please welcome from Northeast Region DeLoreans, Adam and Mike. How's hey, hey, it going, guys? Hi, hi. Good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. So, again, you're a part of a, a club of drivers that have DeLoreans, and these are like real DeLoreans from Back to the Future. Yeah, that's
5: right. We uh we formed in 2020, and we've got about 25 to 30 uh, cars in the club, all from oh, New Hampshire and Mass.
2: All just from New Hampshire and Mass? You yeah, almost, almost 30? Me. Oh, that's in Summon, Maine. Okay, great. So that's unbelievable. How'd you guys meet? How did you first of all get DeLoreans and then realize there's other people with DeLoreans in the area? So I was driving up 93 and I believe Mike's girlfriend's son saw me driving and took a picture, sent it to Mike and said, look what I found. So Mike reached out to me, I guess through Facebook or was it one one of the groups there? Yeah. Today we should start a club. And I said, all right, I'm on board. That's so you
5: just... and I met, and uh, then we just started collecting members. Yeah, it turned out there was a huge of... vacuum in New England. There was a really? no club there hadn't been for years, and uh, a lot of people were real thirsty to kind of join this gang and, and, and it formed up a lot faster. There were more in New England than I ever thought there would be, you know, and we're only three years into this. And I always feel like we've collected everybody, and then two or three new people we find and want to join the club. Yeah, like 20 minutes from my house. The guy showed up just a couple months <laughs> mu- just a couple
2: months ago. Just showed and- up in his DeLorean. Well, like, said, he found us, you know, oh, Okay. Um, yeah, he didn't show up at, at the house. That was, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, he had, and he had crazy white hair, and he was right. wearing a white lab coat. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted to be part of this. It was just Bernie Sanders. <laughs> right. um, anything you'd like to add in case someone's listening and they got a DeLorean and they just like to make some new friends? Is there any way they can reach you? guys? I know it's a very exclusive club. I had a hard time reaching out to you guys.
5: Well, we do have a Facebook page. Uh, it's private, but you'll find us if you search for Northeast Region DeLoreans on Facebook. There's a couple of questions, like where do you live and what's your VIN number, so that we can confirm that you do, in fact, have a car. Wow. And so if you answer those properly, we'll reach out and uh,
2: we'll invite you to the next event. And we'll look for you guys this weekend in the Portsmouth 400 Parade.
0: It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy.
1: A record number of Americans are expected to travel this summer. In fact, just yesterday, the president took a little trip. Yes, President Biden fell on stage at the Air Force graduation. You know your speech has run long when even you can't stay awake. That's right. Joe Biden fell on stage at the Air Force graduation. That would never happen to Trump because the stage would collapse beneath him. And that's your news on the nines.
0: Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Megan, what's going on?
3: We all know that this area has a booming restaurant scene and with good reason because we really... We New Englanders really do love our food. Mm-hmm. So I did some research and I found some restaurants in Seacoast, New Hampshire and Maine that have opened in the last few years. And so that way we can show them some well-deserved love.
2: What are you going to? Give me one of them. It's on the Shark App.
3: One of them is Street in Portsmouth. Have you ever been there?
2: It's called Street?
3: Yeah. It's a very I'm sure eclectic... it's a great
2: restaurant, but like, I'm going to Street?
3: No, it, it is. I sound I... like
2: Cookie Monster when I say that.
3: So I need to go back there because my story with Street- is that I actually had a date there. Okay. And I ordered an appetizer. And you know how Uh some appetizers, like, they're huge? Sure. Like an entree? Yeah. Their appetizers are more normal appetizer size. Right. So I ate it in, like, two seconds. Uh And then the guy I was with was like, do you want to, like, order something else? But then I felt kind of embarrassed at that point, so I did not And it wasn't the restaurant's fault. It was just how it happened. I I was under the impression that the appetizers would be, you know, ridiculously sized, but instead they were normal.
2: (laughs) You just scarfed it down?
3: Yeah. And I I sat there for the rest of the date and didn't order anything else because I was embarrassed.
2: Oh no, really? (laughs) Yeah. I had the opposite happen. Uh, I was at dinner with David Spade, name drop. And I ordered the nachos because I thought it was going to be the cheapest thing. And it was the most expensive thing on the menu. It was a restaurant in California. And that was their famous nachos. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And I felt so stupid. And then, then when I opened for them, I said, you could take a few bucks off. <laughs> it's like, I owe you some money. Uh, yeah. Ask about the appetizer size. That's yeah, fair to say when that, you go to some of the these. That's the
3: lesson places. that I learned.
2: Yeah. It's National Donut Day. Carol in Sanford, if you were going to create a new donut flavor, what would it be?
3: Mint
5: chocolate chip because it's my favorite kind
2: of ice cream. Jody in Kingston.
4: About uh, Bailey's and Frangelico. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's a good way to start and end your day. And now, here's sports in ten seconds with the Sportsman. Jalen Brown wants a Supermax. Is that some kind of contract or the new name for HBO? That's your
0: sports in ten seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the morning.
2: I asked you on National Donut Day if you were inventing a donut flavor. What would it be? Kurt from Shapley, Maine.
4: How about graham cracker and chocolate milk?
2: I could run on that. Kathy and Elliot.
3: Filled with raspberry jam,
5: covered it like with chocolate glaze. Like chocolate on top, like chocolate frosting on top.
2: Let me tell you something. You got to go to this place at the Fox Run Mall. The Pink Hippo, they have that donut. It's amazing.
4: I'll have to give it a try.
2: It'll make you time travel and you won't even need a DeLorean. Now on Rhyme in the Morning, it's What's Up on
0: the Shark App with megan the shark's own app and website guru megan
2: what else is going on
3: i was really happy to find this out but new hampshire is home to the longest candy counter in the entire world
2: wow really i'm just picturing this candy counter i know where you take like a whole bunch of what do you call that stuff pixie sticks like the sugary stuff oh yeah put it on the counter just slide down it head first is it that long could i do that at this candy counter
3: i challenge you to
2: really do it. I'm up for that.
3: You you might get arrested.
2: But yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I go to the shark app and find out where this is.
3: To find out where this place is. But I think it's a worthwhile trek. What? I don't think I know this about you. What's your favorite candy or candies?
2: Milk duds. Really? Yeah. All about. Oh, you're making what such a, a face. Dud.
3: They're fantastic.
2: <laughs> the box looks cool. They taste great. They fill you up last you for like three months. What about Hold you? Hold up. What's your? How favorite many candy? of these
3: milk teas are you consuming? I'm
2: just saying. I don't know that they disintegrate. <laughs> I think you just eat them and keep them. What about you? Eat them
3: and, oh, that's funny. Um, I really like Sour Patch Kids. That's a good one. I, I really yeah. do. I I'm I'm rather basic in that I, I love chocolates like Hershey's M mm-hmm. Ms and things like that. But then as I became an adult, I sort of transitioned into sour candy territory. Mm-hmm. So I really like. Yeah. I like the watermelon ones. I can eat an ungodly amount. Every time I go to the movies, I I get Sour Patch Kids. It's my thing. Other people get popcorn, I get a bag of Sour Patch Kids.
2: Quick story. Once when I was in third grade, I came home with a box of milk duds and I left them on the counter. My dad bit into one, not knowing what they were, pulled out two fillings from his teeth. Uh (laughs) had to go to the dentist. Yikes! Shout out to Dr. Helton for getting me out of being grounded. <laughs> it's
0: time for your News on the Nines with News Guy.
1: A raccoon was videotaped accepting a donut from a Dunkin's drive-thru worker. Then when someone from Honeydew offered a donut, the raccoon said, I'm on a diet. <laughs> the CFO of Costco says the company's revenue has slowed. You can tell he's trying to save money because today he was shopping at Costco. Billy Joel announced that he is ending his residency at Madison Square Garden. But the arena says he is always welcome back.
0: And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning.
2: Before we go any further, we were just talking about milk duds still on the air. My other story is one time I was at a movie theater in New York City, mm-hmm. and I bit into a milk dud. And I was chewing them so loudly, I was smacking, and this guy almost wanted to fight me. My friend had to tell me to quiet down. You know what Jeez. movie it was? The Conjuring. If we go to the Conjuring house, Megan, I'm bringing some milk duds. I'm going to smack on Let's do
3: an investigation at the Conjuring house.
2: Um, We also (laughs) are at that point where I wrote something for the Shark Gap, and you have questions?
3: I'm a huge fan of travel, and you know this about me, but there's a proposed Boston to Montreal train. It's It's been in the works. I think it'll be a while before it actually comes to pass, if it ever does. But it turns out there's a new stop potentially being added in New Hampshire.
2: That's got to be a good sign, right? Like, if more towns are trying to get involved, that's only going to help the project. And I think if they're still adding towns, it's they're sending the message that, hey, come be a part of this. So if you go on the Shark app, it's really cool. I, I link back to the report, the original report that talks to the company and everything, and uh, it'll show you the map of this uh, train. I love and to see it's it. it's really cool. I went it's to Montreal. It hits, it hits three New England states on the way to Montreal. My so. first
3: time ever trying poutine was in Montreal. Trying what? Poutine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I honestly, i probably go. I wouldn't mind going back to Montreal. I'm also a big fan of, I mean, the train wouldn't go to this stop, I don't think, but I really like Quebec. Quebec City.
2: Oh, I thought you, well, it's was going to for a second, I thought I had you there. I was going to be like, Megan, guess what? Montreal's in Quebec. You knew that, right? That Montreal's in Quebec?
3: Okay, so here's the story. Megan. Let me let me state my case. Oh I was a sophomore God. in high school, and the, you
2: skipped the whole year. That's why you don't know
3: this. No, I was a sophomore in high school, and there was a school trip, and they said, "Oh, it was Montreal." And in my head, it was Montreal and Quebec. It was Montreal and Quebec City. But I never really looked at a map to see where these places were. I was just like, "Ooh, new place, let's go." You so gotta, you, I thought that Montreal and Quebec I'm were sorry, not. I'm
2: just I'm just texting your mom right now, making sure she's not listening.
3: Why are you texting my mom?
2: Classic kits for the Seacoast, 1021-1053, The Shark. We'll be right back with more of Rhineman in the Morning.
0: And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Did Chris Sale come with a warranty? That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Rhineman in the Morning.
2: Today is National Donut Day. We have one more caller, the legendary Johnny C. from Exeter. If you created a donut flavor, what would it be?
4: The Prune Danish
2: Shikkelgruva. A what? Shikkelgruva. Pretty sure I was supposed to bleep that. I'm Charlie Butters, and it's time for your Friday Flicks. Out this weekend is Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Critics gave it two thumbs up, while Spiders gave it eight thumbs up. Also out this weekend is The Boogeyman, about a creature who emerges from the closet and gobbles up children. Does anyone have his number? asked Nick Cannon. Out on Peacock is Shooting Stars, which tells the story of LeBron James' high school basketball team. But there's a surprising twist when LeBron announces he's leaving to sign with a better movie. I'm Charlie Butters. And remember to keep an eye on the screen and a hand in the popcorn.
3: While you texting my
2: mom?